BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's a Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. And my eyes don't deceive me. One of the great comebacks of all time. Seton O'Connor has made it into the studio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty incredible. You know, you talk about the Vikings that come back against the Colts. This is similar. Maybe a little bit more majestic, but it's a late push for most valuable Danette. And we didn't think we would see Seton the rest of this year, but he's here. I wasn't sure myself, Dan, but happy to rally. You know what? How about just another round of applause? Thank you. Emotional. Very emotional. You can still vote most valuable, least valuable, most improved, least improved. And uh, we'll have the results tomorrow at the end of the show. And uh, you can only vote once, but you can vote in all four categories. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. We'll talk to the former Rams offensive tackle now working for Amazon Thursday night football. Andrew Whitworth. A little bit later on, Marcellus Wiley, our good buddy, makes his uh, weekly pit stop, the former NFL All-Pro defensive end. Phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator, Tyler, standing by. You can also email and you can tweet this show. We say good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you, our streaming partner. And uh, if you don't have it, download the app. You can watch the show for free. And our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, in nearly 400 cities that carry this program. The uh, news that we heard last night that Franco Harris had passed away at the age of 72, surprising because there was a big celebration this weekend in Pittsburgh, the 50th anniversary of the Raiders versus the Steelers that gave us the immaculate reception. And if you've never heard the call, this is how it happened and sounded on NBC. Last chance for the Steelers. Bradshaw 
trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off. Michael Harris has it. And he's over. Look. Michael Harris. Grab the ball on a deflection. Five seconds to go. He grabbed it with five seconds to go and scored. Even when you watch it, and I've watched it probably 500 times, you're still not quite sure who touched that football. Was it Frenchie Fuqua? Was it Jack Tatum? But Franco Harris told us years ago that he would always run out every play. When he was at Penn State, he would always go to the ball, even in practice. He learned this his freshman year, and it probably provided the most iconic play in the history of the NFL. Certainly one of the great nicknames. And you start to think about that. You got the catch and the drive. You got the holy roller, the immaculate reception. We've had uh, the miracle at the Meadowlands. We had uh, Music City Miracle. You had other sports, Miracle on Ice, the Hail Flutie, the shot heard round the world, wide right. But this, this started the Steelers' run. And when they got Mean Joe Green, Mean Joe Green gave them a presence on defense. You had Chuck Knoll. They weren't a great team. Then you got Terry Bradshaw, but they felt like they changed as a team when they got Franco Harris. And that catch was so big, it overshadowed a Hall of Fame career. Because if you look at what Franco did, he was always consistently good. You know, he'd give you 1,200 yards. Uh, he was, they were a run-first team, even though you had Bradshaw and Swan and Stallworth. But it felt like it changed when they got Franco Harris. He died at the age of 72. And if you're into numerology, that play took place in 1972. So uh, Franco passes away. The Steelers do not retire jerseys. They've retired two. Now, they don't hand those jerseys out. I don't know if anybody can go in and say, I want number 12, because that was Terry Bradshaw's. But Franco's 32 was going to be retired, will be retired this weekend. So we're only a couple of days away, and... I'm sure his teammates were going to come in. Uh, 50th anniversary, the Steelers playing the Raiders. The NFL Network was going to provide coverage of this, but uh, Franco passing away at the age of 72. A lot of times, you know, people will, will ask me this privately, like, what's such and such really like? And sometimes I tell them, and they may not want to hear this. I remember telling that to uh, my brothers-in-law about Lawrence Taylor. What's he like? And I go, eh, he's not a good guy. He's a great player. And you don't like saying that to somebody, but if they ask you, sometimes I'll tell them, hey, Dale Murphy is one of the, the best people I've ever met in my life, not just athletes. Franco was a wonderful, warm person and engaging and, and would ask you about you. It wasn't just he was Franco Harris, but uh, a wonderful person, certainly a great player, passing away at the age of 72. The other news, if you thought that uh, the Giants were going to get a, short, a third baseman, I guess, I don't know what position they thought that Carlos Correa was going to play, but they were ready to introduce him. And then all of a sudden there was something about passing a physical. I go to bed, I wake up, and the Mets have signed Carlos Correa. Now, I don't know if he has to pass a physical with the Mets or their physical is going to be different than what the Giants had or is this cold feet. Is this just Scott Boris saying, let me make one more shot 
Let me uh, give one more pass with the Mets and see if Steve Cohen is you know, willing to spend some money. And we found out that he was. I think it's a 13-year deal, over $300 million. Right now, the Mets are set to pay about $110 million in luxury tax penalties. So their luxury tax penalties are more than the team payrolls of the Diamondbacks, the Nationals, the Marlins, the Guardians, the Royals, the Rays, the Reds, the Pirates, the Orioles, and the Oakland A's. Brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Yes, Todd? Supposedly the Mets physical is just taking your temperature and blood pressure, so there you go. It worked out nicely for him. No x-rays or anything like that. That's not true. That is not true. Okay, thank you. Totally made Thank you, Todd. Yes, Marv. My wife no longer wants to go to San Francisco now. No Carlos Correa. She's like, why would we go there now? Oh, the 10th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Trying to find a place. Queens it is. Okay. Hey, Queens is pretty that time of the year. June, it'll be pretty that time of the year. All right. um, Yeah, Paulie. I'm reading this Correa story. It's very murky. He was supposed to be introduced yesterday afternoon. Then there's an issue with the, the... a, a difference of medical opinion is according to Scott Boris, he told the Post, your mm. Post. And and then it feels like, though, that's one of those situations where both sides had agreement in place because said, like, let's fix this medical issue. And we both, Correa wanted to be a giant. You know, the Giants wanted him. I, I think there's a lot more to this story and somehow. Well, yeah, there is. Because what is the medical issue? And are the Mets bothered by that medical issue? He didn't leave the medical issue in San Francisco and then fly back to the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Did you bring your medical issue with you? Nope. I left it in San Francisco. Okay. That's where you leave your heart in San Francisco. How about that? That was nice. Okay. Bloop. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Once again, a round of applause for Seton. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. Let's just keep it going. Seton's been here about 10 minutes and uh, man, it's incredible. Yep. Hope you're able to to last the entire show and uh, doing my best. Yeah. Once again, you can vote. Most valuable. <laughs> we don't have a nickname for my comeback no, yet, but it's no, early in the show. It's but okay. what do you want to do? Maybe the audience can come up yeah. with, you know, how, what are we going to label this? <laughs> we, everything. Now, we used to label these plays. We Mir- don't do that anymore. Miracle in the Man Cave? Is that too, mm, too cliche? Okay. Mm, you don't like alliteration. Yes, which means I yeah. did it anyway. Yeah. That's how emotional I am. Yes, Marvin. We were also going to start selling cough drops called Seton Hall's. All right. Okay. okay. There you go. Branding. NIL. <laughs> uh, speaking of NIL, you know, this is, this is an interesting time with college football. I gave you a hypothetical a couple of weeks ago, or did I? But this one made sense because Drake May, redshirt freshman at North Carolina, great, great talent, but not able to go to uh, the NFL. And I thought, does somebody just say, hey, $10 million, you want to come play quarterback for us? I threw out Ohio State. It's just a hypothetical. C.J. Uh, Stroud going to the NFL. There's no rules. 
And then you had a comment yesterday by the Pitt head coach, Pat Narduzzi, who had this to say about Drake May being offered money. I heard two schools, five million. I know the schools. I can't tell you. But I know the schools, too. It's called tampering, and, and uh, it's really bad, guys. Uh, it's, you know, the NCAA's got us all in a bad spot right now, and, and uh, I think it's only going to get uglier because there are no rules on the road. You know, I'm hearing all kinds of things. I'm hearing guys are getting paid even before they enter. You know, they're getting bonuses for just signing tomorrow. Um, kids are being paid in high school now a certain amount of money, and then when you get there, they will give you this money. And he's obviously salty. He lost his best best receiver. Addison went to USC. But hearing that two schools have offered $5 million for Drake May, yeah. Now, did North Carolina match it? This is what's going on. I liken name, image, and likeness to a town that's got speed limit signs. But no police. Hey, you're not supposed to do this. You can't make contact. That's tampering. Okay, and who's stopping me? Nobody. The NCAA is going to stop you? Not happening. And there are so many players, 1,900 players are going into the portal. As of yesterday, uh, Monday, nine, over 1,900 players. Talents there. What are you paying them? Of course you're giving them their NIL money up front. That's why they're going to your school. They don't go, you know what, on second thought, maybe I'll just transfer to USC. I'm guessing somebody told somebody, then got back to the player or parents and said, uh, in case you're wondering, third party is saying that you're going to get this. Yeah, that's what's going on. No direct contact here. And that's what I thought was going to happen with Drake May. Yeah, Paulie. It's like we're back to college football in the 70s and 80s but it's technically above board. So now you're buying players, paying players, tampering with players, but you have this NIL loophole that as long as you do the paperwork around it, the NCAA won't say anything. So it's basically 70s, 80s college football with uh, a green light. And this is supposed to be a great week for college football with recruiting. Multiple star players set for transfers. That includes the uh, former five-star Jackson State recruit, Travis Hunter. He's going to Colorado. Clemson quarterback, DJ Uyunglele, uh, Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall. So you have nearly 2,000 players. And it is chaos, and it's going to continue to be chaos. And shame on these educators who didn't see this coming. How you can go, wait, what, what's going on here? And I'll go back to a conversation I had with somebody at a university where they said, nobody's going to pay money for offensive linemen. I go, you are crazy. Because I would be spending a ton of money on my offense and defensive line. And that's what's happening. Not just skilled position players. But for the educators to act like, oh my God, I didn't see this coming. This is, this is eBay. College football is on eBay. Yes, Eden. Is this a problem? Well, I think it's a problem with the tampering. Money is going to be there. I have, I have a problem with that because there are a lot of coaches who get these kids and then all of a sudden somebody comes in and, you know, the coach at Troy, all right, trying to establish himself, go to a bowl game, and then you got these, you know, other schools, bigger schools come in and just swoop in and take it. 
I, I, it's survival the fittest. I understand that. But it's not fair to those schools, that coach who's recruited these kids. But yeah. that, I mean, that's what USC did. And as of last week, that wasn't a problem at all. No, if they tampered with him, it's a problem. It was brought up at the time by, you know, Pat Narduzzi at Pitt. He said, oh, you know, there's tampering that's going on. Th- that I have a problem with. It's, it's going to continue, and there's no enforcement here. So is the problem more the transfer portal than it is NIL? Or is it both? I think it's both. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, Todd. If Narduzzi's so angry and they're so innocent, Pitt, and they don't engage in those kind of things, name the schools. Let's hear who they are. Well, I was surprised when he said, you know, it's two schools and I know who they are, but I'm not going to tell you. No. But they're playing in the playoffs yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And it's not TCU. Well, he said it's the schools that are, you know, get all the recruits. Okay. There's only a few of those, I guess. Yeah, Paul. You, we may be getting to the point where staying in school will make you more money because there is no cap on a college pay. So let's say Drake May uh, has one or two years left. He has two years if he chose to. Let's say he got $5 million to stay at North Carolina completely legally. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, his first year in the NFL, made $6 million as a signing bonus, six sixty dollars as a base salary. So his total net uh, money was $6.6 million. That's reachable at the college level now to the point where you could possibly make more money as a, high school, a college junior than a, a rookie in the NFL. But you want to get into your second contract. Sure. And the sooner you get in, the sooner you get to your second contract. But Drake May is making more than Jalen Hurts right now. Yes, probably so. Quite a bit. Yes, probably so. But so is the quarterback at Alabama right now, Bryce Young. Yes, Todd. Now, Narduzzi said sooners or laters, we're going to find no, out who it is. He so did not what do you think he meant He did not say that. I'm going to take the Ohio road, he said, no. and not mention everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out what's brewing out, Wes. Wait a second. Oh. Uh, no. He didn't say any of those things. He did not say <laughs> any of ugly those. rumors. We apologize to I, the Pittsburgh football player. I got to go. I'm Oregon. I got to get off this whoa, call. Whoa, whoa. No accusations. Let's take a break here. Let's take a break. Once again, round of applause. <laughs> Seton has done it. Thoughts and prayers. T's and P's. Yeah. Now, you don't have an IV. I can't see it. Are you hooked up to an IV or you still have your uh, your gown on your hospital? Yeah, gown. right, right, right. Yeah, I I'm, like I'm getting some fluids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to hydrate. Just don't turn around with that because you have that uh, that outfit that you wear in the uh, in the uh, hospital. Now what's wrong with that? <laughs> Seton will come back, the name being thrown around. Oh, on oh, okay, all right. Oh. Yeah, blue. All right, I like all that. All right, Nick. Nick about, gets it. How about we take a break here? It's emotional. It's all, let's just gather, gather our emotions, and we'll come back here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern, or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. Let's bring in Jeff Passan, the uh, Major League Baseball insider for the Mothership. What happened yesterday or last night that all of a sudden Carlos Correa is a member of the New York Mets? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out the details, Dan, but I think the, the sketch looks like this. Carlos Correa had agreed to a 13-year, $350 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. Such agreements, of course, are pending physical examination. In the physical examination, something came up. I don't know what specifically at this point that spooked the Giants. And uh, when that deal seemingly fell apart, Steve Cohen, the New York Mets owner, who had at the 11th hour prior to Correa's agreement with the Giants, talked with Correa about a potential deal, rekindled things with Scott Boris, Correa's agent, and over the course of the next five or so hours, they hammered out a 12-year, $315 million deal that took the Mets payroll to the cusp of $500 million, and it would be the most expensive team in North American professional sports history. The Mets have uh, if Correa passes uh, the physical, which he is expected to do at this point, of course, uh, wait, 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 hold on, hundred million dollars. I mean, so the medical like, issue that the Giants brought up is not going to be a medical issue with the Mets. 
one would presume if Steve Cohen's going <laughs> on the record with the New York Post talking about how Carlos Correa is the missing piece. Now, maybe doctors go to him and say, no, 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 you can't do this. I mean, we already saw that happen with a $350 million contract. Uh, but, you know, at, this, at this, this sounds point, like cold feet, Jeff. This strikes me as do you really want to go to the Giants? There's not much here. Uh, you know, wonderful franchise, wonderful city, great fan base. Do you really want to go here? Why would you agree in the first place? I, I, I though, don't. Dan? I don't. Well, because the money, you couldn't turn it down. Scott Morris doesn't go for the second best offer. It's always the best offer. And you're going to turn down $350 million. Now you just signed for what, 13 for 315 or whatever it is. Feels like, yeah. just feels like. Carlos Correa may have said to Scott Morris, you know what? I just don't feel th this doesn't feel right. This isn't where I want to be. Because if if I'm going to buy a house, but I can't inspect it, but it's going to cost me $300 million or there's an issue, but I don't know exactly what it is. I would have some concerns about that. This just feels like it's cold feet on Carlos Correa. That, uh, that I do not know at this point. I will say this, though. Um, the, the medical evaluation process, it's, it's complicated. You know, guys go through MRIs. They get blood work done. Stuff comes up. Like, this sort of thing happens probably a little more frequently than the public realizes because behind the scenes, there can be renegotiation on the deal. And, you know, if, if there's any cold feet, maybe it came after the Giants said, hey, we have an issue, we have a problem here. And then at that point, all bets are off. Is Steve Cohen spending intelligently as the Mets owner? No, of course not. <laughs> but then, then, nobody, no, nobody ever suggested that he should or that that's necessary for winning? No, he's spending like the richest owner in Major League Baseball should spend, according to fans. Mm -hmm. Now, generally speaking, what fans want is not gone out and exercised by their owner, but Steve Cohen is changing the paradigm there, Dan. We have to understand, he bought the New York Mets as a giant New York Mets fan, and he is running the New York Mets like a giant New York Mets fan. He spent $800 plus million in free agency this offseason, bringing in Justin Verlander, bringing back Brandon Nimmo and Edwin Diaz. This is the fourth nine-figure contract, if it gets done, that the Mets will have done this offseason alone. They've already got Pete Alonso. They've got Francisco Lindor. They've got Starling Marte and Max Scherzer and Carlos Carrasco and Kodai Senga and Jose Quintana. And I can go on and on and on about all the talent that the New York Mets have. And on paper, considering that they, you know, won 101 games last year, they are the presumed favorite in the Amer or in the National League East, rather. But let's not forget the 2021 World Series champion Atlanta Braves, still in the NL East. The 2022 National League champion Philadelphia Phillies, still in the National League East, and with Trey Turner added to that team, uh, along with Taiwan Walker. So, it's not like the Mets are going to win the NL East running away at this point or that they're such overwhelming favorites. No, 
this is a better Mets team than there was last year, but uh, is it a team that's uh, a $500 million talent team? Eh, you know, I wouldn't quite go there yet. The uh, World Series odds, according to DraftKings, the Astros are still the favorites. Then it's the Yankees and the Mets, and then it's the Dodgers after that. I'll leave you with this. Speaking of the Dodgers, given what happened with Carlos Correa playing with the Astros, would Dodger fans have accepted Carlos Correa if the Dodgers went out and signed him? You know, I think that the second Carlos Correa hit the first big home run in a Los Angeles Dodgers uniform, they would love him because that's how fans are. It's all about what you do in our laundry. Okay. But Carlos Correa is not going to be hitting any home runs in Dodger uniform, Dan. Uh, if everything goes as expected, and we know things sometimes don't go as expected, but if everything goes as expected, he will be a New York Met and a New York Met third baseman for a long time. Always great to talk to you, Jeff. Thank you. Pleasure's always mine, Dan. Thanks for having That's me. That's Jeff Passan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
cuts, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie, but it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life like it's his job and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Uh, Let me play uh, what Jalen Hurts had to say about possibly playing Saturday against the Cowboys. And then we'll bring in uh, Marcellus Wiley. Here is Jalen Hurts yesterday. You know, we're playing a really good team, a really good opponent, and doing everything we can on a short week to be at full health. So from your perspective, do you think you have a chance to play on Saturday? Definitely a chance. Um, taking it day by day, though. Marcellus Wiley, the former NFL All-Pro defensive end, host of More To It podcast on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. And he joins us now. Is that a must-lie situation there, Marcellus? That, do you think Jalen Hurts is going to play against the Cowboys? No, I don't think he's going to play against the Cowboys. And he doesn't think so as well. But he understands his role and he understands it fully as the leader of this team. Uh, Jalen Hurts, beyond his talent, his character is what's really driving this team to make them accountable and why they're on this win streak right now and have the number one seat. And Jalen Hurts knows he doesn't want to drop the ball in terms of the momentum this team has right now. Saying that you're going to just pass the baton to Gardner Minshew without a fight makes some people question you in the locker room. That's the football culture. You have to die trying. So Jalen Hurts knows even if he's physically not able to go out there, verbally, he has to act like he can. Okay, what would you do if like, if he's iffy to be able to play? Like, how, well, the, how important is this game for the Eagles? We know how important it is for the Cowboys. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There's always layers to it. Like, right now, you're talking to your audience. But then during commercial break, you talk to the Danettes. And you guys say different things. Obviously, you're privy to different information if you're on the inside. So on the inside, as a teammate, I would know the real. I would see them in the training room. I'd say, what's up? You good? I don't know, dog. I don't know, dog has a no in it. It doesn't have I don't, yes, dog. I don't know, (laughs) dog. So we get it. And then you have to go out there and publicly profess something so that we can still hold some hope out. But at the same time, when I've been in that predicament before, I've kept it real on the inside and fake on the outside. Trying to figure out Dak Prescott. Of It always feels like when we say, oh, where is he? A top 10 quarterback. He's around 10 why isn't he higher or what's missing for him to move up the quarterback ladder in your opinion? 
Uh, one, the scrutiny is so intense yep. that we're going to question ourselves even when we believe what we see with our eyes. That's what happens when you wear the star on your helmet. Dak Prescott suffers from that. Also, Dak Prescott has had a ton of resources, but not all of them at the same time. Let's just remember this. When he had the offensive line that was young and balling, and Ezekiel Elliott was balling when he was young, he didn't have a defense. Then all of a sudden, you start to see some of the holes in Ezekiel Elliott and the offensive line. Then you start seeing flashes from the defense. Then all of a sudden, you look up, and he doesn't have the receiving core he needs, but he has the defense. And the running game could be there if they committed to Pollard fully, but they're going back and forth trying to respect the contract Ezekiel Elliott. I look at this like it's Dallas, so we're always going to find something critical to say. Dak Prescott is certainly a great quarterback, but how great is always going to suffer because of where his location. And more importantly, everything that he has, he's not had at the same time. So I think that's why he hovers around number 10. Is there a quarterback who's under more pressure? I can't name him. I, I don't see anybody else. And the pressure is because people won't give you your flowers. The pressure is when anything goes wrong, you're the reason it goes wrong, <laughs> even if it's defensively, even if it's in coaching and making mistakes on the sidelines, somehow, some way, because Dak Prescott is the quarterback of the Cowboys, we find a way to get to him. And being real about it, as a player, I would feel like that is on the media at large because the media at large knows what's the jackpot. Cowboys, and when you say Cowboys, who are you talking about? Dak Prescott. So all conversations have to lead and end with Dak Prescott, therefore all the criticism. Okay, when you did your show on Fox Sports, how often would you have a rundown meeting and go, we have to get the Cowboys in the conversation today? You're encouraged to go with the Cowboys on a daily basis. I was just the opposite. That's why I'm here right now, because I got tired at nauseum. I'm sitting there like, why we keep talking about the Cowboys? I mean, this was times when the Cowboys were 500. We got to talk the Cowboys three times in the first hour. I'm like, they're not even that good right now, but we still had to do it because it pays the bills. So I think everyone knows behind the veil what's driving this. Like, they're a machine. They're a cottage industry when you talk about the Cowboys. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a former Cowboy. I got tired of talking about them. And I think there were deeper layers. There were better teams. And there were more interesting conversations at times to have. But they don't drive the bottom line like the Cowboys and Dak does. Marcellus Wiley, the former NFL All-Pro defensive end, and his podcast, More To It, available uh, weekly on the uh, Dan Patrick Podcast Network. You touch on a topic, the Jets quarterback battle with Zach Wilson and Mike White. And then you say how backups lie about uh, loving the starter. Explain. Yeah, I mean, w what a dynamic. And we've all been through it in the workplace. You know, someone who has the job you desire. So how do you coexist with that person? You know, do you bring them coffee and donuts or do you try to spike it? <laughs> Are you sitting there trying to undermine them? It's the same thing in the NFL. Like when you're a backup and a capable backup, not a backup who knows I don't have a chance. Like I was a backup to Bruce Smith. I didn't have a chance, so I didn't have to go out there and sabotage them. But when I felt like, hey, I need my reps, I need my opportunities, it's time for me to try and figure out a plan where I can all of a sudden take over. In the Jets situation, this is a perfect dilemma. They have two bad choices. You have Zach Wilson with all this talent, and you know that he's someone you want as your franchise quarterback, but he hasn't lived up to the billing. Then you have Mike White 
who was compromised in that respect, but everyone believes in him and he has a great story and we rally around him. And if you're the Jets organization or Robert Sala, you're sitting there like, I really have two bad choices, but coach is going to be as faithful as his options and he doesn't have any other options. So you got to try and rally behind both of them. But when you're a backup to a guy, you know that you're better than, or at least you feel that way. Boy, it's kind of weird going to work every day, going to practice, knowing you're trying to stab him in the back. What's this say about the position of quarterback? Quarterbacks currently in the NFC playoffs. Jalen Hurts, second-round pick. Kirk Cousins, fourth-round. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Tom Brady, sixth-round pick. Dak, fourth-round pick. Taylor Heineke wasn't drafted, and Daniel Jones was the sixth pick overall. Yeah, it highlights how important intangibles really are, and that's something that gets lost in the process of becoming a top quarterback. Uh, I hear a lot of basketball players say this, like the basketball IQ of today's athlete is low because they're doing so many specialized trainings, so many skill courses, one-on-ones, and they don't have the perspective of the entire game. Same thing with the quarterback position. They find them their throwing coach and they go out there and work on footwork and all the mechanics, but the perspective and not just on the football field, but like Jalen Hurts off the football field, building up that character, building up your leadership skills. All those things are intangibles and they're hard or impossible to measure. Therefore, people don't really put focus on them when you're developing a quarterback, but it comes to light when you get to the highest level, because everybody could throw, everybody could run, everybody's big and strong, but who has the will inside of them and the character to go even farther? How often would you have an argument, sports argument, on TV, and it was a real argument? Like, this is going to stay with us during the commercial break or after the show? From my perspective, I never had that, because I was raised that if we're really going to argue verbally, we're going to bring out the big guns. And I never brought out the big guns on TV. Even though I would shoot here and there, I would try and slice you here and there. I never brought out my big boy. Why? I heard this in relationship counseling. Uh, my, my counselor told me, he said, never argue to win with your wife because then you're living with a loser. And I used to think the same thing when I used to debate. I was like, if I win and try to destroy this dude, now, the next segment and the next show, I'm with a loser. And they took it to heart. I worked with a ton of people, tremendous, tremendous commentators and broadcasters. And very few of them could just move on. They always took it to heart, in part because they didn't have that character development of playing the sport. I really believe playing football made me understand next play. And I can't think about the last play. Hmm. Next conversation. I can't think about the last conversation. But I would get up there with some people who would take it into the break, take it offset, take it home, and don't want to talk the next day. So I learned early not to go that far with it. Maybe that's why I didn't win enough debates. <laughs> Who's the last football player you'd want to fight? The last football player I want to fight? Um James Harrison is coming to mind. I, I, we've had a similar conversation before, but I know he's a big teddy bear. So even though it would hurt in the process, I, I, I'm up <laughs> for that fight with James Harrison. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. The first time that I was able to see, like, it would be like a big receiver, really, because they are athletic, more athletic than you, and as big. So maybe like a Megatron from the old days or something like that. Like a guy who I know is more athletic than me and as rangy as me and not that much weaker than me. Those would be the guys I don't want to see. Would you rather face Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes? 
where are we? Uh, <laughs> Justin Fields. Uh, look, I know he has that wild card factor of the running ability and every play that breaks down, he smiles because he's like, yes, this is my time to shine. Uh, but I want someone like a Justin Fields because then I can just bring my blitz package from the outside. This is something that Bill Belichick did against Doug Flutie. When Doug Flutie was really making some hay in the, in the league, no one could stop him because he had that running ability. And Belichick said, okay, let me just keep him in the pocket. Let me make him run straight through the tackles, and let's check on that running ability. So there's a way to slow that down and force him to throw. With Patrick Mahomes, no matter what you do, he's still going to get his numbers. He's still going to put up points. Uh, the passing of Franco Harris at the age of 72, coming up on the 50th anniversary uh, this weekend, Steelers and the Raiders, and maybe the greatest uh, name at attached to a play in sports history. Yeah, Immaculate rest, reception. Rest in peace to the great. Um, you know, it really hits home. Um, it's funny when you retire from football, uh, it's really your first death that you faced in your life. Like you just died in terms of a career, in terms of all of your investment into something. And usually you're in your twenties or thirties, but you have a long life to live. And now you're starting to see for natural causes, those heroes that you grew up watching, now they're starting to fall. Now they're dying. And it really hits home, especially when you're a part of that fraternity or a part of the game of football, like we all are. Um, 72 years young, it's just unreal, but what a tremendous legacy. Obviously he'll live on forever through highlights, through his accomplishments, but, uh, it really hits home for me because I start to do the mental math and start to say, wow, guys that I used to have on my wall. Now they're falling. Great to talk to you as always, Marcellus, uh, Merry Christmas to the family. And, uh, we'll talk to you in the new year. All right. Merry Christmas, guys. Take care, brother. Marcellus Wiley, former NFL All-Pro defensive end. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Andrew Whitworth, uh, Prime Video Thursday night. Football analyst, the former Rams offensive lineman and won a Super Bowl. When's the last time Sean McVay reached out to you to... Come back and play football. Uh, to come back and play football? None. I think he knows I'm I'm done. So we we've had plenty of those conversations, but we've we've talked a lot of ball this season and uh, just being there for him and and what's been a really tough year for them. Okay, what advice do you give with an offensive line that's had what 14 different looks to it? Yeah, 14 different starters. Uh, it's been NFL history as far as the injury numbers. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, I think it's more, obviously, I, I played in Cincinnati, as you well know, Dan. I, I went through some ugly seasons uh, before. So, you know, just being there for them and saying, hey, man, just just a good conversation of where you're at in the year, what, what can be the mentality and really what you're talking to the team about. Because when you start to get like this, guys just start to lose confidence and, and just, uh, you know, a presence about them in the locker room to where it's, you feel down every day and you feel like, man, can, can this keep happening to us? And so I think just having those conversations of how do you keep guys fired up to go out and compete every week and keeping that mentality of going out and being a competitor uh, in, in what's been, man, just an unbelievable year from an injury rate standpoint. Okay, but help me understand that when you were with some bad Bengals teams and you get to week 15, week 16, I know you get paid, but how – how do you kind of get that energy to, you know, hey, here's another game and let's go out and play great football or at least try? You know, I think it's really when you start to find out, you know, who it is that stays. I mean, I look at those moments throughout my time in Cincinnati and even in L.A. after we'd had a couple of good years and then had a down year or two. It, you find out who the guys are that you're like, you know what, this is the guy that we want here and why we want him here and we want him here for the long haul because you'll see that the guys who just can't handle – not having success and the guys that maybe maybe are playing the game for different reasons other than just going out and competing, they struggle in those moments. But the guys who love football, they love the opportunity to compete and go be physical and try to win and do their job. They're the ones that stick out in these moments. You'll find leaders. You'll find guys that'll be somebody you lean on for the next four to five years. Everything in between, teamers, special teamers, different things like that, that really become the nucleus of your team in moments like this. Because I know for myself, in 2008, we were 0-8 and played the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I had a moment with my team 
where we had to make a stand against them. And I got in a fight actually with John Henderson, got kicked out of the game, him and I both. But that week I had given a speech to them that I'd never lost in my career anywhere I'd ever been and it, in my time in college and high school. And I wasn't going to accept being that way in the pros. And we go out in that moment, we have a great game against them. Him and I get in this big moment. He was the guy at that time in the league. And from that moment on, I was the captain of the Cincinnati Bengals. And so you can find who your guys are you're going to lean on in these moments if you're looking the right way. Give me the team that you have the most confidence in and the least confidence in as far as playoff teams. You know, I think probably for me the most confidence is, is you know, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you know, people talk about the weapons they have and, and how Jalen Hurts has played, which has been exceptional. But what I really look at is when you combine those things with a Lane Johnson, a Jason Kelsey, a Brandon Graham, a Fletcher Cox, these guys that have been in the moment, who've been there, they've won it, they've, they've experienced what December football is about, winning in the playoffs is about, and they're also just great leaders, great dudes that want to go out and do exactly what we just talked about. They want to go fight and win no, no matter what the situation is. You add that to what you have, the skill positions and how the quarterback's playing and how that secondary is played for them, and you got a really special football team that not only could out-talent te- people possibly, but they got the right mentality and demeanor as a football team to go out and compete in the biggest moments. And I think for me, really, if I look Look at team that I don't trust as much. It's up there. Obviously, we've seen Tennessee fall off. Um, I think the Dolphins are tough because it's like, man, they're so explosive offensively, but defensively, they don't seem to, you know, every week you can't seem to see consistency in their ability to stop people when they need to. And I think in playoff football, we've seen it time and time again. You know, you got to have a defensive stand. You got to have the ability to stop people and keep people from scoring to win these games because no matter how the offensive goes, you know, at some point in the game, you're going to have to make those stands. And I don't know if I trust their defense in those moments Steve Young talked about this that you're and we just had Marcellus Wiley on that when your career is over part of you dies because that's been you that's been your identity for you know when you're growing up when you're in high school when you're in college when you're in the pros and then you get to be like 32 or 33 and you suffer a death did you go through that of I just Part of me just died. Now I move on, and now I'm this different person. Yeah, I think you really do. Uh, I think for me what's a little different is that I was a part of Cincinnati for so long, I mean 11 years, that I almost went through that experience when I moved to L.A. because I was unsure what that move was going to be like. I was a 35-year-old lineman. Like, how long am I actually going to play? So I kind of went through a lot of those emotions of everything I'd ever known as an NFL player had just changed and I'm moving my entire family across the country. And so there was a lot of, of, of kind of that feeling of a loss or a death in my mind when I made that transition. And then I got reinvigorated around being around Sean McVay and in a franchise that was locked into finding a way to win. And that was so exciting that really this year when I retired, I was really at the end. It's like, Hey, I've played as long as I can possibly play. This has really been a blast. I couldn't be more appreciative of my time as an LA Ram, but I'm done. I'm finished. And so there's a little bit of a time where you realize, man, it's a big wheel and it keeps turning whether you're in it or not. I remember having those conversations with Larry Fitzgerald this summer where he just talked. We kind of both shared about different struggles we had retiring. And when you realize, man, you were this guy. And now even relationships that you had that you talk to people every day in your building, 
um, you don't talk to hardly any anymore just because they're in the middle of everything that's going on in an NFL year and, and you're not. So it's just hard to have communication and feel appreciated and feel a part of things. And you have to really come to grips that like, you know what, this is this big NFL machine. And when you're not in it, man, it just keeps rolling. And I think it's just that humbling feeling. And once you get used to it and realize, hey, I got to find my identity in new ways, uh, you start to embrace it in a better way. Great to talk to you. How's the transition been? You uh, have any moments where you're like, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. The first time that camera turned on and they're like, you're live, go. I'm like, you know, my heart's racing a thousand miles an hour. And I'm like, man, am I a rookie facing, you know, Terrell Suggs again? Uh, what's going on right now? If so, it, you know what? It's finding a new way to be challenging yourself. It's been a lot of fun. I think for me, Dan, just like, Studying the game as a left tackle, it was so much about the defense, and my guy had to block every play. And now to have the opportunity to study the but entire more nervous, more nervous going on TV the first time or playing in your first NFL game. I want to say probably for me it would be uh, playing for sure because Carson Palmer was back there and they just gave him a whole lot of money. So if he got hit, <laughs> I was going to be in a lot of trouble. Going on TV, I don't have any problem talking, so I, I, I'm all right with that. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Great to see you again. And uh, my best to the Thursday night crew. Thank you. I appreciate it, brother. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.